because I know that the, the the Bible itself it's is the manual for life. It has everything that you want to know that is essential in life. Be yeah. it your spiritual life, your marriage. But most of we don't talk. We don't look at the Bible to obtain biblical principles and insights on how to how to run our business and how to be professional. That's what I'm like lately. I'm like, okay, God, I know that your word touches on every aspect of life. Yes. Now I I, I need principles on 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 business. I need I need principles how to be how to be excellent at work. Right. Yeah. I think the book of Proverbs gives a, a lot of example. When a man is diligent, he will. This is what would happen. Yes. And then the Bible talks about a man's gift will make room for him yeah. or her. Correct. That's a powerful verse that most times I'm like, okay, a man's gift. It didn't say a man's education mm-hmm. will make room for yeah. him or her. Yeah. And then when you look at the soccer players or anyone who has discovered their earthly their gift. natural gift, be yeah. it singing yeah. or playing sports yeah. or writing, it. it I don't care if you're a believer or unbeliever. Yeah. Some of these people, automatically that verse has worked for them. It's a it's a biblical principle. A man's gift mm-hmm. will make room for him or her. There are principles in the Bible, whether you are saved or not. If you do them, they will apply to your life. For instance, the Bible says, give it shall be, be given, given to, to you. you. Hmm. So it's a principle. So I, I may not be in church, but if I'm a giver, it's a kingdom principle. You shall be blessed. If you give, you will receive. Um, there's another principle in the Bible. We just talked about it. Your gift will make room to you. If you perfect what God has given you, whether it's soccer or whether it's basketball, whether it is media, for instance, you know, it will make rooms for you. Mm. You see? And um, another thing that I wanted to mention is that um, um, I, was to, I wanted to talk about Daniel. Okay. We see Daniel in Babylon. And uh, he's there with uh, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And uh, the, the, the king has a dream. And uh, the magicians and the wizard and all the, the king's advisors, nobody understands. But there was somebody who had something special. His name is Daniel. He had the gift of interpreting dreams. You see, and then the Bible says something powerful about Daniel. The Bible says he had the spirit of excellence on him. Very important. In everything that you do, bring excellence. It may be something small, but if you value it and you put excellence on it, God will bless it. You know, excellence. So sometimes I tell people in church, excellence does not start with big things. Mm, 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 excellence mm. is sometimes the little details. God Himself is a detailed God. It is, yeah. The Bible yeah. says He knows the numbers of your hair. Can you imagine <laughs> counting your hair? <laughs> wow. That's wow. that that's being detailed. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, if you walk with the Holy Spirit, will tell you, go change that cloth. It's not good. You know, don't drive a dirty car. <laughs> I was preaching sometime. I say, ladies in the church, you must be delivered from eating McDonald's in your car. Clean your cars. Because in that car, the presence of God comes. Because God minds details of our lives. Sometimes we look God, we look for God for big things. I want a big house. I want a, a, a store. I want big blessings that are flashy. No. You check God in little things. Little favors. He focuses on little things. And same with your gift. Don't underestimate what you have. That gift that you are looking at may seem little to your eyes. 
but God can use it to bring you up, mm. to make you sit among the greatest. But you need to also do your part. Excellence, a spirit of excellence. Joseph, who started yeah. uh, having dreams, and then he realizes that wow, he has the gift of of dreaming yeah. and interpreting dreams, yeah. right? The Bible talks about do not despise small beginnings. Exactly. The Bible talks about if you're faithful in the little things, you'll be faithful in much. Yes. And you touched on sometimes we think that the only way we can apply excellence or or, or diligence is when we have big things or exactly. when we have a huge congregation. Yeah. That's when we'll show that God, hey, I'm a man of this, I'm a be man faithful. of that. But the small audience that you have or, or would you preach your last? Would you pray your last as if you're praying to 5,000 people? Right, because I've seen that, like Daniel, for example, yes. the gift of interpreting dream, the gift of wisdom, you apply. Yeah. Jesus had all the fivefold oh, yeah. gifts, right? And then you have um, um uh, David, who was a warrior, the, yeah. the gift of fighting, yeah. the gift of singing, yeah. and then you have Solomon, the gift of of of, of wisdom. Yeah. So this leads me to the area of uh, ministry and calling, where God obviously, when God calls you, He will gift you. Mm-hmm. So that's the competent aspect of ministry. It will like equip you. Equip you. Yeah, exactly. And then you also have the, the character aspect of ministry, which is the fruit. Yeah. There's a saying that your, your, your gift will take you to the top, but oh, what's yeah. going to make you to remain there is your fruit. character. Sometimes we talk about the gift, but we don't talk about the fruits that comes along with, with, with that area that you have been called. When I was doing Bible college, Goshen Bible College in Zimbabwe, in Arari, uh we had one class that we called a leadership class. And um, the lecturer was saying one thing. He said, uh, a great leader is known for two things. For the good things he has done and the bad things he has done. Mm. So once a leader is not there, they'll remember him on those two aspects. Then he said something very powerful that I wrote. He said that uh, people with gift will not go to heaven, (laughs) but people with fruit. God usually look at the fruit of the spirit, Mm. patience. Love, mm. self-control. Yeah, those yeah. allows you to go and see Jesus because you can be a prophet. You are prophesying nonstop, but you live in fornication. Mm. You mm. are gifted, but away from the presence. Mm. And one thing about God, if He gifts you, He doesn't take His gift. Yeah, you see, you can be a pastor or an apostle, but when you don't have self-control, sometimes you go to a place to preach lack of a character mm. you would never be invited because you may have the message but you don't have you don't follow the protocols for instance sometimes we receive people and you tell them okay you're preaching for one hour and they preach for two hours and a half <laughs> would you invite somebody like that mm. in the church you mm. see mm. little stuff like that are not only applicable in the church but in life in general this protocol you know um i always tell people for instance you may be anointed all from head to toes. That's a gift from God. But you can't come, for instance, to a station like this without thanking the host. It's a privilege. Humility precedes your elevation, right? So, and another thing that I teach people is like, the, Solomon says this, sweet words are like honeycomb for the heart. Why? Because when you know how to comfort people, appreciate people, showing them love, you are healing them. Mm. And if you are a heel of somebody, they would love you around every time. So that's a fruit. Mm. It's not necessarily a gift because mm. 
you, you, you are building somebody up. The Bible says this word of grace is able to build you up and to bring you into inheritance. So you need to use the word of God not only to, 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 to use your gift, but also to manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. For me, I think fruit of the Holy Spirit are even more important mm. than the gift that people see. Usually people see gift because they're flashy. But God is looking at character. He says he's not mm. looking at the outside appearance. He looks at a heart. Fruits of mm. the Spirit have to do with your heart. Gift, usually it's the outside appearance. So that was the difference between David and, um, and Saul. Exactly. You see? A man's after God's heart, but he was a fornicator. He was mm. a killer. He killed Uriah. He slept with Beersheba. But what makes something unique about David is that he knew how to humble himself before God. Mm. In Psalms 51, you, you, you see that this man is begging God. He's saying, oh, yeah. do not depart from me. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. You, 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 you can feel that this man is repenting. Mm. Humility. Mm. And God said, this is a man after my heart. Yet he's a fornicator, yet he's a killer, but he knows that, Lord, I'm not perfect, but have mercy on me. And God said, this is me. God is looking at David and saying, he's like me. <laughs> can you hmm. imagine? That's powerful, you see. But you can also be uh, a man who walked with Jesus and, and finish your life bad like Judas. Hmm. It, was a, it was a privilege to be a disciple, hmm. to, to walk with God for three years and a half. But at a place of repentance, you kill yourself. So I think it's very important to balance. Work with your gift, but work with your fruits too.